Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Season 2 of the Pat and JT Podcast. Oh my, now I'm here at last. The best time, always gonna be the best. Come on! Exclusively on the Herd App Media Network. It's Pat and JT, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, texting at 402-403-9478 uh, so you can get a hold of us. Um, sliding into our DMs is probably the easiest, though, um, but you can do whatever you want. It doesn't really matter. That's true. I'm, I'm making coffee as we speak right now, recording in the morning. Got the coffee maker going, so I might have to pop out for just a quick second, okay. but that's like three <laughs> steps away. Three steps, literally. It's right here next to me. Um, so, yeah. The countdown continues. Still doesn't feel like Christmas. I have Christmas presents coming in the mail literally tomorrow. And I'm sure they even deliver right up until Christmas Day. But the stuff I had, I was fortunate they said it would be here two days before. So fingers crossed. Yeah. <laughs> nothing like waiting just uh nothing like waiting till the very last second. I mean, even but it's like the the last second keeps getting moved back and back. Like you see notes on the twelfth, like order by today if you want delivery by Christmas. It's like, dude, that's two weeks away. Yeah. Yeah. I get it yeah, though. So we're good. We're good. I think, I think it is that urgency for a lot of people. You know, I mean, it used to be, obviously, you had to go to the store. Now you don't have to go to the store. You order online. Now they, they deliver right up till Christmas Day. And so you can procrastinate mm-hmm. a lot more than we used to. Do oh, before. yeah. I love it. And, In my wheelhouse. Um, but the urgency makes you get more creative. Yeah. No, it, it's true. Say. It does. You're absolutely right. <laughs> um, we've got, uh, Beth put a, like, a treats basket thingy on the porch that she takes in and out every day if we have things delivered for our delivery friends and they have yeah. it was like little whatever little snacks and little waters and so everybody but to. one has taken one everybody but one has taken one and one guy took two which we encourage multiples but one person <laughs> didn't even look at it what's wrong with our well, snacks maybe just didn't need any that day oh, who so wouldn't need of- a, always need a snack for your truck it's kind of it's kind of a a neat little thing to do is to have something sitting out there so that they can grab it especially in the summer yeah. Some water to grab, but still to get a snack is pretty sweet. Yeah. That's not right. Speaking of my cool. lovely wife, she's super sweet, but then she comes in right before we start recording and she's like, uh, hey, would you want to play the video audio of you mouth breathing last night? Like, oh no. <laughs> that sounds like a terrible idea. So Wait, I mean there's there's audio and video or just audio? Well, it's dark. So it's just basically just audio. So I'll try to get that. And if you guys really want to hear it, I'll play it. Like I don't care. But <laughs> It's Super the video sweet. or the audio we didn't know we needed. Right. Until you heard it. <laughs> it's so gross. Mouth breathing is so disgusting. I, I get kicked in the back probably 10 times a, a night because I mouth breathe, apparently, and snore. There must be a, there must be a payoff for you there. Gross. Maybe you, maybe you like that more than you want to admit. Like being kicked? Mm-hmm. Maybe. So it's better to touch you. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <I can't. laughs> That's a good point. That'd be a payoff. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to eventually start liking pain and things are going to get twisted. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So, oh, I know what I was going to say. Just a TV show alert. Um, Have you seen the David Foster special on Netflix? Um, No, I have not. It's really very good. Um, I didn't know what to expect, you know, because obviously he's been the, oh, I don't know, center of attention because of his wife. 
Catherine McPhee, right? He comes off as a um, as a kind of a sleaze ball. He does, and I tell you this: I think this the special will change your mind somewhat because um, he talks about and his daughters are all on there too, and it's kind of interesting. He he kind of outs himself on several um, occasions about how he didn't own up to the moment like he should have and calls himself a runner. He says, um, that's probably the reason why I've been married five times is when things get hard, I leave. And um, but his kids, all of his kids in unison basically are that he's a terrific dad. Um, but it's interesting that his dad died when he was 18. And so he was the only man in the house, so to speak, at 18 years old with sisters and a mom, two older, two younger, and then his mom. Mm -hmm. And he chose to leave instead of staying and handling the mess oh. of what it was. So it's a learned behavior. And so it, it started early, right? Mm -hmm. And then he has all daughters and he has five ex-wives. He's surrounded by women. Just and, and, and five of them are angry, probably, or, or just disappointed or upset. I think they've, I think they've gotten over it. They rich. That's why. Uh, that's part of it. Yeah. <laughs> Cause he's, it's unbelievable, but they had Celine Dion was on, um, they, they, you know, talk about how he got started with, uh, Josh Groban, how he got started because Josh Groban was like thrown into the deep end at 18 years old or he was still in high school when he first met Foster. And, and it was just like, it's really fascinating, but you, you hear him owning up to the fact that he should have done a lot of things different than the way he did. And, um, but all of his kids think he's a great dad. You know, they're all, they all, good. all on. So then I wonder they, as Catherine McPhee, if she thinks, is this pattern ending with me or is, am I just going to be the next victim when stuff gets tough? Well, she's, well, I think the, the big thing is, is that he's been able to own it mm -hmm. now. So it's out there. It's not like this behavior that he doesn't really acknowledge. He just, that he just does. Yeah. So now kind of acknowledged it and it's out there. And, and she was talking about, cause she's been with him a few years now. Um, and there's a 34 year age gap. Wow. She's at least younger than one of his daughters, if not two or three, his 10 kids. Yeah. That's just so one weird. Of them, one of them, she said, I'm an only child and I have nine siblings. Wow. She says, How jacked up is that? that is pretty, <laughs> hello, Arkansas. That is pretty jacked up. Right? It sounds so but messed up. It sounds, it does, but it seems to be fairly functional. I think, the kids are well adjusted. It's uh, most of the wives are a little, a little crazy. He put, points out one in particular that the divorce never should have happened. He said, and it's like, wow, that's really honest considering cats sitting right next to you. Yeah. Right. Right. But uh, that's the one that he feels the worst about, but it was really interesting because I like you. Yeah. I, I kind of felt the same way about him, you know, like, uh, but that's all we, that's all we know is the most recent events and, and seeing him, and some of the things that he's created and some of the, it goes back to when his, his early days working with the band Chicago. Yeah. And how he took them and totally retooled them and then made them superstars and, and watching how he works with people. And it's like, it's just, it's, it's really cool. It really is cool. So I would highly suggest if you get a chance to watch it and it even goes back and makes mention of his early days in reality TV, which he was kind of a pioneer in that respect because they had, um, Princes of Malibu. I remember that. Right. And yeah. that was with the Jenner kids. Yep. Yeah. Right. Brody and, so and yeah. Yep. I remember that show. Right. So when he was drawing his little 
circle of friends, you know how, how Twitter puts out that the picture of, it's like your avatar and the people that you interact with the most. And it's got his wives and it's got their kids and then their kids' friends and then this friends and this. And it's like, his world is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and, and the fact, and he's written so many songs that we, we, we forget about all the songs he's written. Like you hear these songs, these people performing these songs that he's written. You're like, you're kidding me. This guy's been responsible for dozens and dozens of hits over the years. Um, it goes back to Whitney Houston, I Will Always Love You. And there's a, quite a bit in there with Dolly Parton talking about him doing what he did to her song because mm -hmm. he's the reason it was sung that way. And then they said when they first, he wanted that song for Whitney and they went to the record store to go get a copy because of <laughs> this is in 1980. Um, I think it was, or, or somewhere, no, it was that 1990, right? Right around 1990, because Whitney Houston started it. That's right. So anyway, yeah. they went to the record store to get a copy of it, and all they could find was a Linda Ronstadt version. And and then he called Dolly and said, hey, we're going to use your use your song. And she was so excited. She says, I can almost hear him singing, blah, blah, blah. And he's looking, and he says, I don't, I don't know what you're, what you're talking, that's not in the song. It's just, oh, Linda Ronstadt only recorded two verses, and there were three, and the third verse is the one that knocks it out of the park. Oh, okay. And so then it became the Whitney Houston anthem. And made Dolly a lot of money. A lot, P probably yeah. built ninety percent of Dollywood. It's it's really it's really fascinating to watch you know all that stuff and then yeah it was it was just it was just fun. So anyway, so if you get a chance, I will. Yeah, always looking for good stuff to watch, especially coming into Netflix. the holidays. Yeah, sure. exactly. Uh, everything right now is like all holiday. It's like holiday movies, and if you like holiday movies, man, you are in your sweet spot. Yeah, <laughs> but I'm just like there. This this is like the. Uh, Rinse, wash, repeat, or whatever it goes. Wash, rinse, repeat. Yeah. That's, it's the same storyline over and over. And yes, day. the extremely hot girl or guy comes back to their hometown and they um, are because they are a developer for a huge hotel or they are architect of an amusement park and they're coming back, whatever, and they hook up with their old love <laughs> and they change their mind on Christmas because they hate Christmas because their dad's uh -huh. an alcoholic. That's like all the all the Christmas show uh, movies. That's all the Christmas shows right there. Yeah, you just did it. Very yep. good. Very good. Yep. Uh, well, speaking of uh, things to watch, listen to. Uh, we did get a text four zero two four zero three nine four seven eight from Pam. Um, she said, "Hey, GT, I don't know if you know about this already, but there, um, I'm a few episodes behind, but there is an official Yellowstone podcast hosted by Jefferson White, who plays Jimmy. She said it's great. He's had Casey, Jamie, Beth, and Rip, all the all those guys on Cole Kelly." Wes and Luke Grimes. Um, there's only two episodes so far, but she said it's really super good and wanted you to check it out. Absolutely. Well, yeah, and he's he he perplexes me. I'm not sure. I'm still. I'm trying to find more information on him. But he, the the character Jimmy yeah. is just kind of like a, a lost soul, and um, he's not very good at anything. Um, he's he's learning how to be a cowboy, and and I think at one time somebody one of the characters said something about where if, well if you're here they probably sent you here to learn how to be a cowboy, um, and you know because he's he doesn't know, he didn't know how to ride. He didn't know how to do anything. And he wanted to be a bronc rider and he ends up getting injured. And Kevin Costner, John Dutton pays his bills and then he gets branded, you know, and, and a lot of stuff going on. You'll understand all that once you watch all the like He gets things. actually he, branded himself, gets branded? He got branded. Is there's that a some, cowboy thing? The Yellowstone brand. You'll learn the backstory. Well, like in, you, in, like in real I life. I start watching like this. I don't IRL, in real life, do you get, do cowboys get branded? Not that I know of. Okay. Not that I know of. <laughs> I mean, maybe they do. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if they like, they get through this rite of passage and they get spanked with a hot piece of metal or I something. Think the reason why they're branded, I have to think 
they, they have to earn the brand, so to speak, but it's also to buy their silence to a degree because you have the brand, then you've probably been a witness to or a party of something that had to do with either the train station or... <laughs> I don't know what any of this means, but okay. I know you don't. <laughs> I was I wasn't talking about your your third dimension fairyland. I was wondering if it like in real life it happens, but apparently not. Okay, good. I don't think so. I think they get tattoos. <laughs> yeah, but I don't think the branding is the norm. Okay. But this is Yellowstone, and that's their way of doing their thing. So, okay. anyway, but yeah, the Jimmy character, uh, he's pretty interesting. He's an interesting dude, but he's going to be part of the four sixes. A lot of people seems like online right now are pissed off because they're spending so much time on Yellowstone doing flashbacks, flash forwards to 1883 and the four sixes that it's like, we have Yellowstone stuff we need to do. Let's, let's do Yellowstone stuff and let's not worry about the four sixes or 1883. Let's focus, focus, yeah. focus on <laughs> this make-believe area right over here. Yeah. We're, we're wanting to tie up some loose ends there. And <laughs> so some people are demonstrating some frustration in some of the groups, but I will check out the podcast. Okay. Definitely. Okay. Sounds yeah, good. So, Thanks for your good. text, Pam. Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> so yeah, so uh, that's kind of kind of the story right now, I guess. Really, is that that's my that's all I had for you was David Foster, and that was it. Okay. That was, that well, was, I, oh, I all, all I'm bringing is mouth breathing audio in, in, in future episodes, and she made me. It's it's I'm snoring, but snoring is basically mouth breathing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Kind of. Except if you're sat next to somebody who is actually literally mouth breathing, mm -hmm. like they're thinking of something, their mouths open there. I, yeah, I've caught myself mouth like it, when I'm awake, mouth breathing, and I've got to shut it. Yes, so gross. Yes. All right, I did have one other thing, okay. and this is kind of um, bittersweet. Uh, somebody had posted yesterday. If you recall, um, it, it was back in 2007 when we were basically introduced to Michael Vick. Yes, and. The horror house of horrors that he had at his home where he was fighting dogs, uh, not him. He was having dogs fight each other. Yeah. So no jokes about it. Uh, somebody posted yesterday, the incredible Vic dog era is over. Of all the dogs that were rescued, 48 dogs that were rescued and seized in 2007. They estimate that this dog would have been 15 years old. He's lived 14, the last 14 years. He was 15 when he died. I'm sorry, but the last 14 years of his life, he he actually was living pampered like a prince with a family. He was. Um, oh, that's awesome. To he that. was the last living dog of those 48 that were yeah. rescued. That's cool. I'm glad that he got to live the last few years of his life like that. That's awesome. And the majority of his life, but the first year of his life was absolute torture. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, but the, the post just reads, and I'll go grab it here. Um, on Saturday, we had the honor and privilege of attending the transition of the sweet shy Frodo as his family helped him pass over to be with the rest of the dogs from the group. He was the last of the 48 survivors from that game-changing case. Seized and rescued in 2007, they estimate him to be 15 years old, but the important part is the last 14 years of his life were spent being pampered, how we loved him. He was one of the bravest dogs that we've ever met, one of the bravest survivors we've ever met. Um, apparently another dog had just passed away also. His name was Johnny Justice. And they got to meet his people, which were Chris and Jen, uh, just a couple of days before their dog passed away. And they said another one um, passed away in October, which one of the other one. But they had some great pictures of these last survivors. And it's just, you know, that's something nobody ever reported on was the fact all those dogs were saved 
and they were placed in homes to be taken care of. Yeah, I never really um, thought about that. I mean, I knew they'd been rescued and placed in homes, but I never thought about follow-ups on where where they went, how they're doing. I'm mad that there wasn't something. You know, we yeah. didn't see, like, but maybe they, they preferred it that way because those poor animals were tortured. Sure, and, and it's been 14 uh, years. Wow. 14. Isn't that great? Yeah, it seems like just the not long ago that that whole thing happened. I, I can feel the outrage. I can mm -hmm. feel the anger hit in my stomach when I think about that story. And that was in 2007, for yeah, God's sake. So disgusting. Um, but yeah, so just thought I'd pass on because again, bittersweet, but it is kind of a happy ending and finding out that those dogs were so well taken care of. After yeah. All of that. Sweet. So there. All right. That's a good one to wrap it up on. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, you can also email us, hey, at patandjt.com. Um, text 402, just like Pam did, 402-403-9478. Slide into our DMs. It's Pat and JT. Thanks for listening. Pat and JT Podcast, a Huda Media Production.